Hi. Hello. Welcome. Have you heard? It's me this time. Have you heard the good news about the man who got swallowed by a whale? I did hear about that. I figured you probably would have. My name is Kat or Dylan and I use they them pronouns. I'm Sophia and I use she her pronouns. Um, Yeah, I... I heard about that hey, when it get first on your, happened. Get on your, get on your mic. Yeah. Get. Um, we're recording in person this week, but we have our own separate microphones. Fancy. So hopefully it will not sound like hell. I mean, it sounded like good during the test run that we did. So um, we'll see. I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually adjust we'll figure, my mic. Fi- we'll, fi- we'll figure it so out. It's taller and closer to my face. Oh. Um. Oh, but this, this man. This man. Well, I t- was talking with my mom about this this morning, and she was like, it's too bad his name wasn't Jonah. And I was like, oh, haha, mom. Great joke. You're so funny. I love your mom. <laughs> you should be a stand-up comic. Ha, ha, ha. What was his name? Um, I don't remember. Um, I have the article up from the Cape Cod Times. I So I heard about this last week. We did not make an episode last week because you were on vacation. I was in Maine. Which is fun. It was um, really fun. Some sometimes we don't make episodes. Michael um, Packard was his name. Uh, is his name. He's not dead. He survived. He survived getting eaten by a whale. Um a humpback whale, which is the f- is Okay, wait. Quick question for you. Mm-hmm. What is the funniest whale? Is it a humpback whale or a sperm whale? Ooh. The only thing coming to mind is hammerhead shark. Which is not, not a whale. even a whale. Not a whale. Very funny looking. Was it who? Who was I talking with? Was it you or was it our other friend or was it you and our other friend? We were talking about how the number one predator of moose is orca. Yeah, that we we were not talking about that, but I did hear about that. That's freaky deaky. We might have talked about it on the podcast at one point. Are you like sure? Like a while ago. Are you sure? Because I feel like we were talking to one of our mutual friends about this. Maybe. Or I feel like one of our mutual friends told me about this i hate that though it's well because it's cannot for our listeners yeah it's because or for my dad who listens to our podcast we have m- listeners other than <laughs> your father I think. yeah we do it's um, for my father and jack <laughs> um hi everyone out there you are now sophia's dad <laughs> um, um but basically it's because um moose like to forage they, in they fish they hunt for fish yeah moose water. don't eat fish they definitely do moose yeah moose do not eat fish moose are vegetarian i d- have you seen a moose <laughs> they're moose they're definitely omnivores our moose herbivorous moose are um they are not omnivores. Our moose are moose are herbivorous browsing animals capable of consuming many types of plants or fruit. They definitely eat they fish. They do not eat fish. Science is wrong. No. Actually. I'm sorry. Do you want to be on the wrong side of history? <laughs> about moose diet? Yes. Sorry. Um, about being uh, with science or not with science. Science is... I, have you seen... There's... They're so big. They're not designed to eat they got bone. Big old teeth. They, 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 they've they got big old teeth that are not. Horses dis- are omnivores. No, they're not. Horses are definitely <laughs> omnivores. Our dear omnivores, cat. No. <laughs> uh, wait, are they? No. <laughs> Where are you getting your information from? 
pigs, pigs are omnivores. Okay. Pigs are opportunistic uh, animals. Horses aren't supposed to be omnivores, <laughs> but they will eat bugs and small animals. So they shouldn't. They shouldn't eat meat, but okay, they fine, do. Fine. Then moose are also shouldn't be om- <laughs> Moose shouldn't be omnivores. Then. Um, I just there's. <laughs> this is like a like a this is. Uh, <laughs> my understanding of horses is that sometimes they will eat barn rats. And it's very upsetting for their owners. And the horse. The horse seems chill with it. Like, yeah. it fucks up their digestion, but they'll eat it. Y- yeah, well, horses aren't supposed to eat. Horses are dumb, though. Yeah, they're big, dumb ant. They're big, they're big, dumb babies. They have such big human teeth, is the thing. Horses? Yeah. Yeah. Their teeth. I've never been bit by a horse. I was a horse girl for a very long time. I've been bit by a horse. I got kicked a lot. Not a lot, just once. I never got kicked. I did get bucked off of a horse, and I got bit by a horse at I never, summer camp. I never got bucked off. I fell off a bunch of times. I fell off once, and I don't even know how. I was like, s- my horse was just, the horse I was riding was standing still. At We were at the end of my, like, lesson, and then I was just on the ground, and my instructor was standing next to me, and I was like, how did I get here? I was so mad about it. My I was like, I was like, I'm not supposed to, I was like, I'm not supposed to be here on the butt on the ground. Yeah. My instructor was like, how did you get there? And I was like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I'm here now. I was like, I'm um, here now and I'm angry about it. I don't know. My father went to this like summer camp where they would take like trips on the backs of horses that would go. It was, <laughs> listen, it was the no, 70s. No, 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 no. I'm fine with that. Why did you say it like that? Who's to say? Well, I wanted to say they went they went like backpacking or camping, but they would ride the horses along the trails over the course of like a week or whatever. There's a specific there's a word for that. I don't know the word for uh, that. Neither do I. Um horse camping. <laughs> um anyway, so every summer, like people would get assigned a horse for the summer. Yeah. And they would take care of the horse and like um be in charge of the horse and that would be the horse that they rode. Um, my d- one summer, my dad got this horse called Surprise. <laughs> um, That's a great name for a horse. Sometimes, Surprise, hor- uh, Surprise the horse would just decide to go swimming in full tack. <laughs> um, sometimes, Surprise, Surprise would just take off off of the trail through the woods. Um, With your dad? Yep. Surprise. Surprise. Wait, can we go back to Moose, though? Wait, wait, let me just finish oh, the story okay. real quick. Oh, right. Comedy comes in threes. Okay. Well, um, I, I don't have a third thing that Surprise oh. would do. Um, my dad was, like, very distraught. He was, like, all, like, the... the surprise, horse would eat rats. <laughs> Jesus. Um, surprise. Killed a snake. Um, I believe that did happen. Like, oh. stomped on it. Didn't eat it. But. Well, Yeah. Anyway, horses don't um, like snakes. My dad was understandably distressed, and they were like, "Okay, you can have a different horse." What was the horse next time? What was the ho- that horse's uh, name? The next horse he had was Old Smokey, who <laughs> refused to walk above, or he refused to do anything above a faster than a trot. Oh my At God. most, he would trot, and that was like on a good day. Oh, so boy. everybody would be like galloping down the like shoreline in California or whatever, like on their way to the next destination. And Old Smokey would be like moseying on, waiting. Oh my God. Even though he wasn't supposed to wade. Oh like, my just God. Just this old, old horse. That's fu- that's Luckily, Old Smokey never just took off anywhere. Yeah. With 
a child on the back. A young lad. A, a lad. Anyway. Sorry. Mooses. Mises. Mises. Um, yeah, but um, not, car- not, don't They're eat. not omnivores. Don't eat fish. But they. On purpose. They don't eat fish, but th- they go browsing in like they marshy wetlands. Marshy wetlands. Yeah. yeah, I know they can dive. Yeah, yeah. They because d- I've seen pictures of moose mooses underwater. They have huge lungs. Yeah, I've seen photos of them underwater, and it's just upsetting. It's really upsetting. It's Sorry. Wait. Speaking of really upsetting things, I found out today that um, eighty nine is divisible by like. 29 like 83 is divisible by like 29 or something or 87 is divisible oh that makes sense by 20 29 and that's upsetting mm. i don't like um, that by three i and was I taking a u quiz and it was like pick a number between one and a million and of the options none of them were prime numbers and it made me irrationally angry yeah that i was is like how am i supposed to pick a number when none of the options are prime and i was like who who gets this mad about this? <laughs> but but so that is why because moose, especially moose on the coast, so like in Maine and on the coast, Oregon, Oregon, yeah, Washington, wherever. Yeah, I was yeah. like the the state that is in Oregon, but is Oregon adjacent? Yeah, um, they can dive really deep, so they're like number one natural predator because you know the United States has decimated the wolf population. Mm-hmm. Um, is orca yeah yeah sorry it suddenly just got very dark in the room we're recording in because the sun went behind a cloud yeah um Um. anyway so back to the this man getting swallowed by a whale yeah so he's just in can you imagine just being like inside the mouth of a whale i feel like i've seen finding nemo (laughs) i feel like here's my thing i can't picture how big that would like the how big do you like logically think the inside of a whale's mouth is is it the size of the room we're in i think it really depends on the whale maybe how this room is a part of a small ish room well that does nothing to describe to our listeners how big this fucking room is um there are two twin beds pushed up against each other and they take up more than half the room okay so a king bed yeah king bed takes up more than half of this room in all directions. Well, not vertically. <laughs> I don't think anybody was thinking vertically. Well, I mean, they might be. Well, the ceiling yeah, is a yeah, little yeah. bit okay, low. Okay. And there are monkey well, okay, bars. Wait, wait, wait. How tall are you? Can you touch the ceiling at its highest height with your arm up? Um, there's one way for me to find out. Okay, go do that. Some Foley work. <laughs> <laughs> no. And how tall is are you with your hands up? Do you know? Um, I'm 5'10". And then my arm is like two feet high. Okay, so like seven. F- yeah, seven feet and some change. And then there's, I'd so say it's probably like eight feet to the ceiling. Yeah. Wait, wait, hold your hand up again. No, I'd say it's probably closer to like eight and a half or nine almost, maybe. How tall are? Is the average door frame? Yeah, I think seven feet. Yeah. Like to the top. Yeah. This is great audio. <laughs> just distant cackling. <laughs> this is fantastic audio. Um, I just slid my uh, chair, which is on wheels, into the wall. I think that pr- 
probably a whale's mouth is probably smaller than this room. Yeah. Um, I know that the average, this is disgusting what I'm about to say. <laughs> the average whale testicle. I knew that's where you were going. Is six feet. Jesus Christ. <laughs> in, in, um, what's d- diameter is all the way across, right? Yeah. Yeah. Not radius. That'd be insane. <laughs> <laughs> right i i should it better be diameter i should or, fact check um, um average this is such a buck wild thing to be in my search history and I'm my not, search history is just average nonsense all the whale. time average why don't i look up the average size of a whale mouth Not wild mouth, whale mouth. They can open their mouths almost 90 degrees. That's insane. That's a blue whale. That's a really big whale. That's the biggest whale. Mm. Um, Average whale size of whale mouth. What? What did I... What sentence? Average whale size of whale mouth. <laughs> um, Average size. Well, you look that up. I just want to share with you. I um, So I had an opener, if you did not. And I would like to share it with you guys because it just made my heart happy. Um, wow, this article's from the fucking BBC. It's how big are whale balls? The BBC, the British Broadcasting Corporation? Company? Whatever. But uh, whale balls. Um, they can produce a... That's disgusting. They can weigh one ton and produce a gallon of sperm. Disgusting. Um, one ton testicle. That's. Wow. Um, I just want to know how big it is in diameter. This is horrible. Um, this, sorry. No, it's not. It's educational. <laughs> yeah. In the worst possible way. Um, wait, can I, can I tell you the other story that I had for the opener? Yes, please go for it. That like my Justin case or my Justin case opener. Um, Mm -hmm. animal shelter throws fabulous birthday party for 19 year old cat. Oh, his name is Sammy. That's amazing. And an animal shelter in Ohio threw him a birthday party. That's amazing. Um, I just found out, according to Wikipedia, the average bl- length of a blue... Look oh. at the pictures. Oh, my I God. He's amazing. Please look up Sammy's 19th birthday party. He's amazing. He's wearing a sparkly top hat. He's amazing. Um, the average length of a blue whale penis. Why? It's just what popped up. Okay. Is it? Okay. Do you want to guess? I'm going to guess. So if the testicles are six feet in diameter... Uh-huh. Sorry, I was wrong. I was wrong about the diameter. I would oh. just like to throw that out there. Then what is it? Um, on a blue whale, the average diameter, um, only twelve to fourteen inches. Oh, okay. The length, however, is shocking. Of the testicles? No, of the, de- of the okay. penis. Well, I was gonna say like I was. I sorry, I almost said dick, and I was like, I have to be scientific about this because mm. mm. this is an educational. <laughs> meant uh, first and foremost we need to stop talking about penises <laughs> on this fucking <laughs> podcast <laughs> wait when else have we talked about i know we have but the, like this uh, the the episode from like three weeks ago where we talked about the giant's dick and <gasps> right, then we talked okay. about prince phillips not prince philip prince, prince albert's Albert. dick 
Anyway. Right. <laughs> um, I'm going to say six feet. Too low. Ten feet. Too high. Eight feet. Close 7.9. That's average. That's that's horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. I'm five Speaking feet. Speaking of huge I'm five animal feet, creatures. I'm five feet tall. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I feel like this is now a good... Okay, hang on. I have something to talk about. Okay. I have a quick thing. Well, it, it'll segue into my article. But you say your thing first. Oh, I was just going to say, speaking of large aquatic animals. Um, oh, I watched... Um, you sent me a video where a marine biologist yeah. reacted to the Meg. Yeah. Um, I will say... Uh, uh, I wish that the marine biologist had been provided context because at one point, <laughs> I can't stop thinking about this. At one point they drop a speaker into the ocean and it's a blue whale mating call. And they're hoping that it'll, the Meg will be like, Oh, I want to eat that blue whale. Spoilers. Spoilers for the Meg. <laughs> we have a certain friend of ours who doesn't want to know anything about the movie before we watch it with him. Um, but the marine biologist was like, you can't use noise to scare away a shark. It's like, that's and not I was like, that's not what they were doing. Can somebody can somebody please tell this marine biologist? I don't know. Was the this is the like the the breakdown segment thing. From, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. They, the marine biologist did not watch the whole movie. The marine biologist did not. Right. Have context. Yep. I'm just like, can somebody like on set like a producer? explain actually what's happening in the movie yeah that they're not because trying I'd be, to i, I want to know like could you play whale noises and have a shark and attract a shark yeah um anyway any yeah i i just was thinking about that okay and also we love the meg on this also podcast. we love th- we love the meg on this podcast so yesterday yes this is all in lead up to my article okay yesterday so uh, I was I drove back from Maine yesterday mm-hmm. uh, with Riley. We carpooled because nice. we like to save the planet. Um, <laughs> the dumbest thing I've ever said. That's not true. My mic smells weird. Huh. <laughs> anyway. Um, I'm sure you'll pick up me sniffing my mic. Um, anyway, so we were from like our, our Airbnb um where we were staying in maine for about a solid our our drive back was about three hours Mm -hmm. um for a solid two ish hours of our drive from maine to new hampshire Mm -hmm. we were like with a car one car the entire time um, and we didn't like this car very much Uh. because of it one of its bumper stickers ah the bumper sticker said God is pro-life. Which I have a I have a slight deviation. Okay. Um so we I was watching some TV show with my mom recently-ish, and there was uh, a scene in like a in like a hospital where they were like looking at an ultrasound mm-hmm. and all all I could think of was a TikTok. Okay. <laughs> based on the Zootopia pro life comic. 
Right. And I started cracking up. And I didn't know how to explain to my mother that I was cracking up because I was thinking about a furry cosplaying as the the fox from uh, Zootopia, referencing a comic by twerking to a remix of a song about baby heartbeats. Like the, do you know the song? It's like a TikTok audio and it's a remix of the song that's like, should I kill it? Kill it. You know? Yeah. No, I know what you're talking about. So, my God. There's so many (laughs) layers (laughs) to that. There's just so much happening. It's a a TikTok with a pro-life, a remix of a pro-life song with a furry twerking referencing a comic about a children's movie. There's so many. There's like, it's, this is similar to that. um, There is like a post that I saw on tumblr mm-hmm. oh beans hang on i'm gonna try to find it it's never gonna work it's never gonna happen but it's i don't go on tumblr very much anymore mm-hmm. so i might be able to um let's see it had the um oh wow i found it right away um basically it's the the food pyramid but it just says pussy <laughs> And then it's like two stick figures arguing and a picture of DJ Khaled. <laughs> and it says, and just let him fucking die because DJ Khaled once said he doesn't eat pussy. Speaking of. Wait, 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 wait. And then it's that picture from the, the, from the, that, do you, it's the thing of Obama saying, then perish. Yeah. And then somebody commented saying this post isn't written in any known human language and then somebody else said is this what understanding uh newspaper political cartoons is like also speaking of eating pussy did you hear about the dc scandal what Um, you mean dc comics yes um in the new there was a batman movie that was supposed to have a scene of Batman going down on Catwoman. Is this Robert with the Robert Pattinson Batman? And DC was like, no, heroes don't do that. Is this Robert Pattinson's Batman? I'm not entirely sure, but because if there's one, well, we know we know Batman eats pussy, but if there's one bat, there's one Batman that would eat pussy. It's Robert Pattinson's Batman. Yeah. Um. Let me let me find the original. We're oh. so gone. <laughs> you can just... cut so much of this out. Um. I just, I saw that uh, Ify Nwadwe, uh tweeted, uh, what, 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 was it, what was it? Um Heroes don't eat pussy, but legends do. And then everyone was responding with gifts of Sarah Lance from Legends of Tomorrow. Oh my God. Um, yeah, he, 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 um, so the DC asked the Harley Quinn team to remove a sec, a scene from season three in which Batman performs oral sex on Catwoman. Why? Because heroes don't do that. Lies. Um, and you should probably cut this segment. Yeah. <laughs> just just the, the, the longest of rabbit holes. Oh boy. Okay. So back to, um, so we were stuck, but we were stuck with this car. Not really stuck. Cause it wasn't like a one lane road or anything with a pro-life car so we forever. were behind this car that said god is pro-life and i have a problem with that for many reasons mm-hmm. um one is that um 
get your religion out of my my body i guess and two did you just like not read the old testament at all as a as a jewish as a jew i have so many problems with that which is where we get into my article okay uh because britain detains noah's ark doubting it can handle the sea (laughs) which is so funny i have many questions yeah we'll get into them so Here's my thing with the God is pro-life thing. Mm-hmm. He's not. Mm-hmm. God literally was like, yo, Noah, I'm going to hit reset on the earth. Have fun trying to find two mosquitoes and keeping them on a boat for 40 days. I mean, they can fly. Yeah, but where will they land? God's on the gonna, boat. God's going to drown the earth. Yeah. Also, have fun trying to find two fucking, like, elephants. Yeah. And getting them on your goddamn, on your boat. Yeah. And getting all of the animals to like hang out. Yeah. Why 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 didn't the tigers eat the lambs? Like And what did he feed them for 40 days? Yeah. The, the logistical the, the logistical nightmare alone of also, Noah's Ark just baffles me. God was like sea creatures are exempt. <laughs> yeah, sea creatures exempt. Fish fish creatures. <laughs> That's not what I meant. River aquatic life exempt. But like God is not pro-life. But then I guess all the Christians argue like, oh, no, he had a kid and was like, maybe I should stop being so mean or whatever. <laughs> um, aren't the angels also his kids? Yeah, I guess so. They're like, he had a like a... Most of my knowledge of theology comes from... If you say supernatural, I'm going to throw something at you. <laughs> Lucifer. And supernatural. <laughs> I don't have anything I can throw at you. Um, Do I have anything in my pockets I could throw at you? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I missed. You did. Um, Yeah. Um, Okay. So the British Maritime Authorities want to see paperwork proving that the Ark, a floating museum of Bible exhibits, is seaworthy and it can... Before it can be towed from Ipswich, England, back to the Netherlands. Uh, so this article from Claire F- Fay, I want to say, but um, her name has an H in it, and I'll let you figure out where. F H A no. F E H A no. F A H Y. I don't know. When God flooded the earth for punishment. See, literally, literally. When God flooded the earth as punishment for man's sins, as the story goes, a devout follower named Noah built an ark preserving mankind, preserving mankind by saving his family and the world's animals from the water. So theoretically, are we all descended from Noah? That's fucked. Uh, we're all descended from I feel like we're all this quote unquote all descended from Adam and Eve and Noah. Well, I mean, Noah is descended from Adam and Eve. Yeah. And we're all descended from Noah because everybody else died apparently in the flood. Nobody else was like, I'm gonna build a boat. Yeah. 
Nobody else had a boat. I mean, how how long of how much raining and flooding before you're like, I should start building a boat? It's it was forty days. In. Yeah, oh, you like, know the story. How how far into those forty days would you think about being like? I but should also, bo- I feel build a like boat. depending on how high you were on land, forty days and forty nights of rain like wouldn't get you. The logistics <laughs> of the Bible. Like, let's think about it from a logistical standpoint. If you're in the middle of like colorado if you live if you are in the bible and you live in boulder colorado which like at the time of the bible people did live in boulder colorado Mm -hmm. well it wasn't called boulder colorado back then but like there were people living in the area (laughs) it's a sign that says boulder colorado (laughs) population population indigenous (laughs) that's not a number though (laughs) (laughs) whatever i know but there were like there were uh, whatever indigenous group, mm-hmm. you know, would have been living. Cause that was what theoretically only like what, f- I don't know, 4,000 years ago. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. Well, if the old Testament, if Jesus died 2021 years ago, right. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause that's how we measure time. So my question, right though. No. Yeah. My, so I have a question <laughs> with the BC stuff. BC means before Christ. That's what it stands for. Well, but now it means, well, because now it's BCE, which is before before common common era and then common era. But if we're talking about BC and AD. Yeah. Before Christ presumably means before he was born, right? And then there's AD for after death. Anno Domini, though. Oh. I think it's what it is in in latin which Ah. is like after the christ or something yeah i I just always wondered if there was like a what like (laughs) 35 (laughs) years in there of just no unaccounted for just nothing just just the the jesus years (laughs) the jesus the jesus years um no no no, i think they start counting anno domini at the death no at at birth at at birth at conception (laughs) (laughs) the time when mary was like yo joseph um a modern version of the ark is facing a different challenge british bureaucracy Mm. a dutch (laughs) bureaucracy 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 yeah a dutch television and theater producer named odd peters is facing a British government deemed de- is facing a British government demand wow demand that he prove that his 21,528 square foot ark is fit to travel at sea the ark is a floating museum of bible themed exhibits uh, and has no engine. It was built on a steel barge and needs to be towed wherever it goes. According to its website, it made stops in Denmark, Germany, and Norway before arriving in Ipswich in eastern England in October 2019. It welcomed visitors uh, aboard until March of 2020 when the coronavirus... So it's been on the water this whole time. Yes, and yes. Because during the premise, I was thinking, okay, they built this boat. They want them to prove that it's, you know, a boat before they put it in the water. No, no, no. It's but like... No, but it's been in the water. Yeah. No, it's gone places. I think it's just... it Bureaucracy. No, I think it's just riv- gone... It hasn't gone out to sea. 
Oh, like it's gone along the coastline or in rivers. Oh, because Germany is Germany on the ocean. I should know. I'm this. bad at geography. So Mr. Peters, the dude who made it, I guess, declined to comment. In a statement, the museum said the British said Britain's Maritime and Coast Guard Agency impounded the Ark in 20 November. Sorry, that's such a funny statement. We live in a society. <laughs> um, impounded the Ark in November of 2019 as even... Uh, as it remained open to the public because it lacked two certifications, a load line certificate and an anti-fouling certificate. The first verifies the vessel's seaworthiness and the second affirms that it does not have that it does not have a coating, a coating paint surface treatment surface or device that can leach into water and kill barnacles or other sea life, according to the International Maritime Organization, a United Nations agency. Mm. The museum said that because the Ark is a non-certified floating object, (laughs) okay, there is no requirement for the vessel to comply with international regulations. God, maritime law is so fun. Um... Have you, did you see, was it you who sent me that TikTok that was like, I got a waterbed so that international maritime law would apply? Yeah. (laughs) That was part of a a series of ridiculous things that this person was saying. Yeah. Um, The British maritime authorities disagree and the resulting stalemate, as reported by the Ipswich Star, is costing Mr. Peters and his museum real money. The port of Ipswich, which has asked that the Ark be moved to free up space in the waterfront, has fined the museum more than 12,000 pounds or nearly $17,000 as of January. And it has assessed a daily fine, Jesus Christ, of $500 or $700 since April 1st, the Star reported. Uh, The port, quote, has indicated that they will substantially increase the daily fines if the Ark does not leave the museum. If the, the Ark does not leave, the museum said. The museum insists it is ready to go, saying that the arrangements have been made to move the Ark, to have the Ark towed back to the Netherlands once those plans are approved by British authorities. Just break international maritime law, dude. <laughs> Just break the law. Just break the law, my guy. Um, don't, don't break the law. Don't, don't, don't break the law. It depends on the law. Yeah. Don't break international maritime law. Well. Don't break this international maritime law. Which international maritime law would you like to break? I don't know, but I'm sure that I'm sure there's some. Don't say it because then it's premeditated. Well, I was going to say, I'm sure there's some like really dumb holdover laws. Hmm. Like, you can't have a mustache on a boat or something. Yeah, or, like, uh, you can't bring a woman on your boat On a Thursday. Yeah. There's a lot of, like, weird... You could look some up. ...superstitions about women on boats. Well, good thing for you. You're not a woman. I am not a woman. I am, But maybe I'll bring a woman on a boat. Me. Yeah. Let's go on a boat and cause crime. 
international maritime law breaking crime. Um. According to the museum, Mr. Peters was not required to register the Ark in the Netherlands because it is not a boat. It's an Ark. Uh, But because he did not register it, the museum said the British maritime officials cannot request... Where is it? Cannot request an exemption from the Dutch government to allow the Ark to travel home. God, this is just a fucking nightmare. We are aware of the situation and are in discussions with the relevant agencies in the United Kingdom and the Netherlands, the Department for Transportation said in a statement. Safety remains the top priority. You would think for two countries that have been so obsessed with colonization for such a long time that they wouldn't give a shit about a dumb boat, you know? Mm. Anyway, the Maritime and Coast Guard agencies did not respond to requests for comment. The Telegraph reported that the British agencies are working with the human environment and transportations in. I'm just going to skip over that word. Uh, something. Um, and the Ministry of Infrastructure and Water Management in the Netherlands to find a solution. Mr. Peters bought the Ark in 2010 for three million dollars. And it is one of two reconstructions that the Dutch carpenter Jonah Jonah Huey Bears built over seven years based on biblical descriptions. Mr. Peters told Vice that he is used to carrying live animals on board, that he used to carry live animals on board, but they caused too many problems. I can't imagine why. Two of every animal? That seems like... A lot. Um, now the museum uses wooden figurines to illustrate the Bible's stories. Uh, the dispute with the British authorities is not the first time the Ark has made international headlines for the wrong reasons. In 2016, as it was being towed in port in the port of Oslo, the Ark crashed into a Norwegian Coast Guard boat p- patrol boat, leaving a huge hole in the Ark giving rise to Twitter jokes. No one was hurt, though. In I want to see what these jokes were on Twitter. Hang on. I will be going to Twitter in a second. Um, in an interview with Vice conducted after the Ark was towed to Bergen, Norway in 2015, Mr. Peters said the Ark can't handle uh, waves taller than about six feet. Dude, then don't take it out in the water. Um... When asked if it could survive a flood uh, to the one that tested Noah, Mr. Peter said, sadly, no. I don't like to use the word miracle, but it's a miracle that we got it to Norway. <laughs> the Bible Museum owner doesn't like the word miracle. Yeah. End of article. Should we go mm. to look at Twitter? Yeah. Uh, um. Noah's Ark crashed into do- into docked Coast Guard vessel in Norway. 900-year-old captain has been detained. Funny, Sorry. Funny joke. 900-year-old. Oh, I get it. I get it. Yeah. It took me a second, but I get it. Mm-hmm. Um. He was distracted by the roughly 18 million animals on a rather small boat. An accident of biblical proportions. <laughs> Dude, can you imagine carrying that many fucking animals 
on a goddamn boat? I cannot. That would have to be a, a huge boat. There's no way Noah got all them animals on that boat. No way, no how. Maybe there were fewer animals back then. I think Noah just didn't get all the animals. You know, like how there's divergent evolution. Yeah. There were fewer animals. Just one kind of dog, you know? One kind of horse, you know? Well, one I mean, kind of lizard. I mean, there really is one a, kind of bird. Are you just going to keep on interrupting me? Well, I was I was getting to my punchline. Oh, OK. Because I because like there's different breeds of horses and dogs, but it's different than like one kind of bird, you know? Right, right, that, right. That's the joke I was building to. Oh, OK. OK. Do, do you want to make your did you? OK. <laughs> the moment's passed. Oh, OK. Well, I was like, I was like, you know, one kind of dog, one kind of horse, one kind of lizard, which is a bit of a stretch also because, you know, there's a lot of lizards. And, like, what counts as a lizard, you know? And then one kind of dog. Nope, that's not the end. Where Where is my punchline? One kind of bird. Right. But we know there were more than one bird, though, because that's how we know it was over. Because he sent a dove out and the dove came back with an olive branch. Back, back then, all of the birds were doves. <laughs> they were just all pigeons. <laughs> Oops, all pigeons. Oops, all pigeons. Um, yeah. <laughs> God, I hate this story. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I actually think it's really funny that um, Britain was like, you know what? Detained. So um, Noah's Ark has been canceled. <laughs> You know what? You know who we should cancel next? You know who's done a lot of fucked up shit? God. I, I knew that's where <laughs> you are going. <laughs> the the um, Christians are going to come for me and be like, "There, she's trying to cancel God. She's trying to cancel Christianity. Yeah. I'm a Jew and I'm trying to cancel your religion. Listen, canceling God and canceling Christianity aren't the same thing. <laughs> they're I'm, close, but they're not the same thing. I... What listen, nobody's trying to cancel God. Nobody's trying to cancel Christianity. Get your head out of your ass, Karen. Um, cool. Okay, wait, wait. So do you know about Lake Baikal? No. It is the deepest lake in the world. Um it has what is the depth? Do they not? Um it is five thousand three hundred and eighty two feet deep. Yeah, it's fucking deep. Nothing gives me the heebie-jeebies more than a lake that is deeper than it is wide, you know? Is it? It is, but it's really skinny. That that gives me the heebie-jeebies. It's a really, really skinny length. If you had a, like, a pond that was like... It is 600, it is 395 miles wide or, or long and 49 miles wide. If you had a pond that was like, I don't know, like 10 feet across, but like 20 feet deep, mm. that's freaky to me. Mm. I hate, I don't know why. It just, it freaks me out. It's so deep and it's so far north that it's like frozen for most of the year. It's frozen for like 10 months. That mo- makes me like feel safer, actually. Like nine months of the It's frozen. Let's see. Where is it? Where does it say that? Um, it's an ancient lake. This cons- the, the the terrors, the lake bound terrors. It is frozen from January to May. The lake bound terror. That's only five months. Yeah, I realize that. Um, the lake bound terrors can't get me through the ice, though. So, um, 
I feel better. What else? Um, it's Shall we transition to our middle bit? Dude, I have something so fucking funny for our middle bit. We've been recording bit. for like an hour. <laughs> Dude, okay. Um, we're ha- Again, I have something going back to our, our roots for the middle bit. Okay. You remember? A Florida man? Not a Florida man. A whole town. Florida town. <laughs> Florida town. A small Florida town accidentally sold its water tower for five for fifty five thousand dollars. I have so many questions <laughs> that will never be answered. I feel like with Florida man, we usually do give more context, right? Yeah. We, well, sometimes. I did. F- I did find out more context for this particular article. Please it's just. Share. It's just a man was trying to buy a building at the bottom of the water tower, and ended up buying the building and the whole ass water tower. Oops. Oopsie. 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 Bought the Brooksville water tower. It's mine now. I own it. Um. Words. Isn't words. that? Isn't that really fun though? That is really fun. Florida town. You own a water tower. Florida man buys water tower. Florida man buys, purchases water tower. It is, that's his mind now. I By own mistake. D- I own that. Oopsie daisy. Um, this week, as all weeks, we are sponsored by water. Which you don't have with you. Yeah, I left my water bottle downstairs. Um, I'll drink for two. Drink, hashtag drinking for two. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah. Trust me, I will be chugging that water when we get back downstairs because it's hot. Chug a lug, baby. And I love water. Water is delicious. You literally need it to survive. Drink water. Tweet at us at HYHTGN Podcast or at Tangents Only on Twitter. Um, Vermont Public Radio. What the fuck? Send us an email at HYHTGN Podcast at gmail.com or at Tangents Only at gmail.com. Um, yes. No, I was trying to think if I, if I had anything else to add. This, like all months in June, give your money to trans women of color. Um, yep. Donate to the Sylvia Rivera Law Project or the Marsha Peter Johnson Institute or Miss Major. Yeah. She's still around and she was at Stonewall. So, like, yeah. Give her your money. Um, yeah. What else? um buy if you're gonna buy fun rainbow stuff see if you can get it from a queer artist better yet a local queer artist if you can Ooh, find somebody yes. in your area to support um and um for your own health and well-being don't engage in discourse about pride as my therapist said don't do you no want to discourse do you want to know what my therapist said what did she say she said the only this is the funny. We were talking about cops at Pride. She said the only pig that belongs at Pride is Peppa. <laughs> no more discourse. <laughs> only Peppa Pig. Only Peppa Pig. <laughs> I was going to say only fun times with your gay friends. Um. I just really like the only pig that belongs at par- Pride is Peppa. No pigs at Pride. Only No cops at Pride. Only Peppa Pig with a baseball bat. Um. Who would you want at Pride? If you could have anybody like be a celebrity guest at Pride. I think we both know. I don't actually. If I could have somebody at who would who I could hang out with it. Is this somebody who would like hang out with me at Pride or just be there at Pride? Like I'm gonna say 
It's open to interpretation. I was thinking like musical guests. Lil Nas. Yeah. Is that who you were going to say? For for musical guests, yes. Um, it was. It's either Lil Nas or Carly Rae Jepsen. One of those two. I do love Carly Rae Jepsen very, oh. very much. She's amazing. But also... What about a live performance of WAP? <laughs> Dude, have you seen Megan Thee Stallion's newest music video? I have not. It's fucking wild. It's very, very good. And people are like, ew. <laughs> women rappers need to like rap about different things and i'm like fuck people men um are like why megan the stallion always raps about sex and to the window <laughs> to the wall <laughs> do you remember that like we were all just yelling that yeah in like elementary school to the window to the wall to the strep- sweat drips down my balls like yeah and they're like she needs to write about something other than like sex and her like ass or whatever and i was like dude have you like listened to the song it's so good and i'm forgetting the name of it right now i don't think they care about quality no they they, just want to be angry they don't give a shit and they were doing the same thing with cardi b's song um where she was they were like uh it like the beat is like hitting her in the face when she's like purposely rapping off did you hear about this so there's a style in rap where you purposely um rap on the off beat Mm -hmm. and it's a style that male rappers have used for years and women have done it as well but whenever women do it they get criticized and they get you know like ridiculed and they're saying like oh they're untalented and she's not rapping on the beat and the beats like beating her like it's you People know, like, assume that women are doing things on accident when they assume that men do it on purpose. Exactly. Or that like they're untalented and that they don't know what they're doing and that they assume it's a mistake. Exactly. Or that they just are. Yeah, that it's a mistake <laughs> when in the reality is that Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion and Nicki, Nicki Minaj and all of these incredibly talented black artists know exactly what they're doing and anyway the the age-old question of is this a deliberate choice or is this a mistake that worked out yeah and it's like i was thinking about that a lot when i was watching bo burnham's special because he did all of the shooting and lighting by himself so there were a lot of times where i'm like is that a mistake or is that a deliberate choice yeah and I don't I know. think about that a lot is in reference to like Bo Burnham and his stuff because he has in one of his special he has a thing where he like knocks over a water bottle mm-hmm. and it, he plays it off like oh shit I didn't mean to do that and then he's like haha I meant to knock it over and like art is dead yeah well that's that's different than like that's different than what he was doing in inside yeah um yeah Anyway, should we... Or or like there were a couple times where something was out of focus and I was like, is this like deliberate? Like, are you talking about like your inability to reach out to other people or did you just bump the thing? (laughs) Because like it's unclear. Yeah. I don't know. Literally. Because it's out of focus. Um, Would you like an article? Yeah. I just, I get really mad when people are like, women are bad at rap. And I'm like, you 
don't know what you're talking about and are just misogynistic. But specifically, I get really pissed off. I just get because it's so it's so blatantly like misogynoir mm-hmm. that it's like not even it's like they're not even trying to be subtle, which I know mm. they're not. So I'm reading from News Press Now. Uh, this article is from the Associated Press via the Wichita Eagle. Um, it is just like all the channels we had to go through. Yeah. Uh, this article is brought to us by Denise Neal. It is from June 15th, which was yesterday. Uh, historic Wichita Diner will likely reopen soon. And Guy Fieri is partially to thank. Uh, Wichita's Friend of the show, Guy yeah, Fieri. Our beloved. Um are one of our I favorite called him food a, guys. I almost said gay icon. He's not, but he is an ally. 101 gay weddings he officiated. Um, anyway, Wichita's historic Prince Diner at... Yeah, come back. Um, my computer went to sleep. Um, uh, historic Wichita Diner will finally... Will likely... Goodness gracious, I cannot read. Historic Wichita Diner will likely reopen soon, and Guy Fieri is partially to thank. Uh, Wichita's historic Brint's Diner at 4834 East Lincoln will likely soon have another tenant and will stay Brint's Diner, thanks in part to Guy Fieri and his Food Network show Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. On Wednesday, a representative from a Nashville-based commercial real estate firm called Brookwood... Anyway, the group purchased the building and is looking for someone... Does it say that in the article? No. You just skipped over it. I have made an executive decision that when the articles start to get lost in the weeds with the details that don't actually matter to our show, I'm just going to skip them. Smart. Like we're, we're getting to the point and we're getting to the jokes on this show. Point, point, wait, point. (laughs) Um, the group purchased the building and is looking for somebody to lease it to, um, and is offering six months free rent plus 10,000 to help with startup costs. Because they want the diner to stay in town. Wow, that's so cool. Um, in just 24 hours, the group had already heard from many interested parties, said the agent Will Hulshoff on Tuesday. Uh, we like to move quickly, he said. I, ex- I expect a decision to be made soon. Brint's Diner, a prefab Valentine diner that opened in 1960, <gasps> a long time Wichita... Sorry, I, um, I really have a thing for fucking... Um really have a thing for fucking um <laughs> no i, I just love diners i really really love old like 60s diners i just <sighs> something about them something about them old ass diners i just, love an old 24-hour diner dude it's the nostalgia it's just about the nostalgia anyway continue i love a diner with like a 60 page menu Oh, yeah. And, like, vinyl seats. And, like, subcategories from, like, each era. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, oh, this is this is the part of the menu that we came up with when our owner was Greek. This is the part when we had an Italian owner. Like. I like when you go to a diner and you're like, oh, I shouldn't have worn shorts. Cause oh, because you stick to the vinyl. the seats are vinyl. Um, oh, and they have the individual fucking jukeboxes. Oh. Uh, it's a prefab Valentine diner that first opened in 1960. It's a longtime Wichita favorite that has had many owners and operators over the decades. Where the hell is Wichita? Wichita's in Kansas? I'll Google. Um, excuse me. 
It was closed by its most recent tenants in April, and the building was soon put on the market. Previously, it was owned by longtime Wichita businessman and landlord Homer Morgan, who died in February 2020. Um... But Maury Sheets with J.P. Weigand recently finalized a deal to sell the building. So they sold the building. Um, the owner uh, owned the building and died. And the person who inherited the building sold the building to a company. And there was nobody running the company. Uh, running the di- nobody wanted to own the diner. Um, Brint Space interested the Brint Space interested the group for many reasons. Okay, so they bought they bought the place. I'm skimming. Like, go for we it. We don't need to get into the all of the financial transactions. I want to talk about the diner. Um, it's a cool Kansas. little. S- <laughs> it's a cool little spot and a clean spot compared to what we've taken on in the past. Um, uh, we'd prefer somebody that has a good background or a permanent restaurant now that they own and now that they own and operate. We want somebody with a strong business or restaurant background. Um, the incentives the group is offering are a standard practice for them. They set they like to set whoever we go up with, whoever we go with up for long term success. Dude, the inside of this diner is fucking dope. That's really cool. I'm I really like the like. Listen, we bought this building, but we're not in it to like make a lot of money. We're in it to maintain this diner. Um, locals love Brint's partly. The king himself. Ah, partly because of its status as a Valentine diner. About 20,000 of the prefab buildings were made by Wichita's Valentine Manufacturing between 1938 and 1971. And architecture buffs are still passionate about them. That's really cool. Um, Other remaining Valentine diners in Wichita include the Sport Burger, Hillside, and the Grinder Man. (laughs) Sorry. During Pride, I bet that's a popular spot. Um, I guess that's it's the end of the article. Damn. I don't know. They didn't talk about Guy Fieri at all. Huh. I assume He's the diner was on diners, drive-ins, and dives. It, I think it was. And that's what sparked the group that is offering the free rent. Dude, I think the menu buy. is one page. Oh. Um, I think that's even more special, though, because they're like fast and dirty about it, you know? Like, there's this diner in Chicopee um, that's I would describe as, like, a boxcar diner mm. where it's, like, mm, probably the size of this room and maybe the next room. Teeny, tiny little diner where, like, the kitchen is exposed. Do you, oh, know nice. what I'm, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, And you can, like, see the whole kitchen. Do not go there if you are a vegetarian because yeah. it's, like, all cooked on the same griddle. Um, and, like... God, the food is so fucking good. But like the the menu is like the breakfast menu is like one page. And they're like, we got pancakes and we got eggs and we got greasy food and we got greasy food. Yeah. Um, there's so there's a, a diner uh near Sarah Lawrence. Um not the Bronxville Diner. I love the Bronxville Diner. They have phenomenal gluten-free pancakes, and that's all I know about them because that's what I get every time I go there. Um, good cinnamon coffee. Hmm. Love a good coffee. Anyway, um, there's a place called the Argonaut that's a 24-hour diner, and it's, like, huge. It's It looks like a jukebox, like the building. Um, not Not like that, like a... 
like a radio, I guess. Like a boombox. Like a boombox, but like 60s style. Um, but it's it's a huge, huge diner. Um, and it's where we would always go after uh, Rocky Horror. I knew you at were At like three in the morning. Yeah. Because we, this show starts at midnight. The movie starts at like almost one. Right. It's a two hour movie. Then we clean up. Then we put all of the props and costumes back in the closet for until next semester. And then we all pile into people's cars and go in shifts to... Um, I've never been to a, like a fully 24-hour diner, I yeah. think. I want to go... We should find one. We should see if we can find an... Well, a 24-hour indie diner would be great. Next best thing would be an IHOP. Or Denny's. But IHOP has really good gluten-free pancakes. Does it? Denny's does not have gluten-free pancakes at all. Last time I checked. Denny's? What are you doing? I've never been to a Denny's. I went to a Denny's after prom. Gross. Prom. Just in general. (laughs) Um, My favorite part of prom was we all piled into my mom's minivan and my sister drove us all to Denny's. The fuck was I invited? You were a junior. Yeah. I was a junior. I pick bad people to go to. I pick one, one bad person to go to prom with. One great person to go to prom with. One bad decision. I went to a prom with like pretty much our D and D group. And if he's listening right now, the bad decision person to go to prom with. I don't know why he wouldn't be. Pretty sure he hates your guts. Um, ah. Not Harry. No, he's great. No, I, I, I just didn't know who you went to prom with. Yeah. Those two people. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um, um, but I didn't go to prom senior year because prom was on my birthday. Oh. Um, and I was like, fuck that. Um, my 18th birthday. So I went out to a, um, a sushi buffet with some of my other friends. And we basically had, it was essentially a prom after party. And some of our friends who went to actual prom came to our house afterwards and we had like a bonfire nice. way a birthday party bonfire way more fun than going to prom also um prom, prom it's is like it's no fun shopping. it's expensive and eh. it's expensive and eh, and you have to shop for a dress god shopping for a prom dress was like so bad for my mental health so bad for my mental health and i didn't have like i could go shopping for a dress now with the right people and have fun. I did that my sophomore year of college with Riley and Lainey and a couple other people and had a blast. And it was, it was on Riley's birthday and we weren't actually shopping for an event. We just went to like a David's bridal for fun. Nice. That was a blast. I was talking to, um, someone who is also fat. Um, and, uh, I forget we were like just talking about the mall and they were like, I don't know, like, I I like Hot Topic, like, it's fine, I like, like, Spencer's or whatever, like, but when I was in high school, my favorite stores were Payless and Sephora, and I was like, yeah, those are the, those are the stores where the fat kids shop, because there's stuff that fits. Yeah. I want to, there's, I saw somebody also at, at school who I, I will call a bigger person, I don't mm. know. Not, I don't know them, so yeah. I don't I don't feel comfortable. No, I was talking to a person who self-describes as fat. I don't know how this person self-describes, but um, in a fabulous, like a truly fabulous, like eggplant purple jumpsuit, uh, and they got it from Savers, hmm. and I fucking want to go to a Savers now because yeah. I want to get a jumpsuit. I just shoes, shoes, <laughs> literally if, shoes. If, when my friends dragged me clothing shopping, I would be like, let's go look at shoes. Because they don't make me want to cry. Literally, 
I went to a mall f- for the first time in like a long time. We went to Torrid, mm-hmm. which like, you know, got closed. Them's got clothes for fat people. I've never met a person who wasn't fat who liked Torrid. I don't know that they have. They have good jeans. Yeah. Um, I've I've just never heard anybody talk about their not plus size clothes. You know, they're only plus size clothes. Okay, that's I I figured, but they only make sizes ten to like thirty four. Fuck yeah, that's the only clothes. So they they literally don't make clothes for skinny people. Mm. Um, and I I bought some I bought some jeans, jean shorts, nice jorts, uh, jorts. I bought some jorts. Um, I am now southern apparently. Um, don't know where that came from i'll stop doing that um <laughs> if i can and yeah dude like the the the, the store like stores up until like very recently still we were when i was in portland last weekend by the time this goes up it'll be last weekend yeah there were a couple stores we went into and i i walked into one of them and i was like oh if i stay in here I'm going to have a meltdown. Goodbye. And then I walked into the leather store next door and bought a like a $160 purse. But it's like an adult. It's the one that's right there. Nice. It's like adult for my professional life. Yeah. And I, I treated myself as a graduation gift. Nice. Still a stre- really stressful purchase because, you know, <laughs> expensive money. money. But, you know, it's like I'm going to use it every day and I'm now justifying it to both myself and my life. But, you know, it's the kind of thing like, I mean, you need a good bag. You need a good bag, and I'm going to be a professional soon, and whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I really like it. Look at how pretty it is. It's really pretty, and it's really nice. And it's 100% leather, and it's really, you know, yeah. t- take care of it. It'll be, like, with me th- you know for the rest I of want? my life. Yeah, what? I want um, a bag made of the cactus leather. Cactus leather. Have you heard about this? I feel like I should have. It's So it's uh, leather made from cactuses. So mm. it's like vegan leather, but it's not made out of plastic. It's made out of plants. Can I just say something? Um, don't vegan leather is plastic. Don't except for cactus. Except for cactus. Apparently, cactus leather, which is super cool. I hadn't heard yeah, about this. Yeah, it's like, um, and they like they're making it like a hundred percent sustainably. Cool. And the p- specific strain of cactus that they use to make the leather is a huge carbon sink. So it's like cool actively good for the environment cool this is really cool and i will look more into it yeah literally okay i was talking to somebody who is who is vegan and who is like yeah i only buy vegan leather and i was like that's the dumbest thing i've ever heard and i was like you as a vegan should look into not buying vegan leather yeah they were like why not and i was like because you're buying it's plastic you're literally buying plastic and it won't it'll last you two years if you go out and you buy a leather jacket from a sustainably a, a, a leather company that makes their leather goods sustainably, you are doing more good for the planet. Yeah. Or you buy a leather thing from a vintage store, yeah. you are doing more good for the planet because that one leather item will last you. Like this bag that I bought, if I take care of it, which I plan to, mm-hmm. will probably last me the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Like these are investment pieces that you are purchasing. It's not like something that'll like crap yeah. out on you in 20 So the 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 vegan days. leather um was developed by I believe it was like a fashion dude and a botanist. Cool. Um yeah. But that's the thing. That's the thing about like quote unquote vegan leather. It's yeah. literally plastic 
and um, it's just going into the ocean. It's worse for the planet than buying like yeah. actual leather. And every time you wash it, Micro- plastic will f- microplastics go yeah. right into the fucking water. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's some like. Um. Oh, also the the guys who founded the company um are from Mexico. Cool. Um, That's really cool. Yeah. Um. But they use prickly pear cactus. <sighs> Love me a prickly pear. You can also eat prickly pear. Yeah. Um. Which uh. Needs no irrigation system. No, it doesn't. Uh, one, if you plant it once, it lasts eight years if you yeah. take care of it. Um, absorbs CO two. It's fire resistant uh, as well, I believe. Like n- yeah. wildfire resistant. Um, uh, for they need a thousand liters of water to produce. Um, a kilogram of material. That's impressive. Yeah. I just, I think it's really cool. Because um, I feel like leather, leather is better than vegan leather, but if we can find uh, another leather, leather, like a good leather alternative... Is it this des- deserto? Yeah. That's really cool. I want to look. Okay, it does not last as long as regular le- leather, but it is biodegradable. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um, yeah. You have heard the good news <laughs> about that whale. That, um, that whale, many whales. Moose. Moose, horses. Have you really heard the good news about horses, though? I would argue no. You've heard news about horses. You've heard some. You've heard, you've heard something about horses. You've heard horse stories, which are like Horries. fish stories. <laughs> All um, right, I'll go you've home. heard the good news about Noah's Ark. <laughs> the new Ark. The new Ark. Noah's Ark. Noah's Ark Two. Noah's Ark Two. Electric Boogaloo. Um. What else? Uh, Florida town. Florida town. Florida man who now owns a water tower. Um, and this diner. Um, probably a lot of other stuff. We've been talking for a really long time. A real long time. Uh, thank you so much for listening. I'm going to stretch. No, I can do that later. Thank you so much <laughs> for listening. I have been Cat Slash Dylan. Uh, I have been Sophia. Good night and good news. I will catch you on the flip side.